You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hey, friends, welcome back to today, which is Therapy Thursday, joined by my beautiful friend, who is not only my friend, Dr. Lydia Martinez, is a Christian counselor and a mental health therapist. Welcome back, Dr. Lydia. Oh, thank you. Good morning. And welcome back to you, Lisa. I hope you've had a good week. And I know yeah. that we have some really good topics to cover and some really good things coming up in the next few weeks. And I'm really excited to share them with everybody. Yes. Well, today we're taking a little pause, not a break, but a pause. And we're turning our eyes and our hearts to God's word. Now, I don't know if all of our listeners know that on our Instagram page in the bio, there's a link. And when you touch that link, there's a freebie link and you can register and download a free Bible reading plan. And so why is that important? Because we come here every Thursday and we talk about relationships, our relationships with God, how to improve our communication and all of these things. And if we just sit here and talk about it, Dr. Lydia, then it's like a self-help thing. But we turn to God as we educate ourselves on why we are the way we are, why we're so messed up with so many issues. We turn to God and to the word of God to really seek guidance, help, and healing. And so that led us to today. We decided to come on here and share what's today's verse and talk a little bit about it. Yes. And it's true. I really think that the Bible is so relevant. And I think that the Bible not only is relevant today for many, many issues, but I think it's a great resource when you're going through a bad moment, whether you're going through a bad time, or even as a prevention resource to go to the Bible, to, to read, to learn, to meditate on, to focus on God's promises, to give us hope. And that's exactly, I think what God's plan is when we read the Bible. And I I have to tell you that on a, a therapeutic level, I feel like we don't, we don't include that as much as we should. And there's secular counseling, and then there's Christian counseling. And what I love about Christian counseling is that they totally embrace the Bible and scripture and use it as part of not the only thing that's pastoral counseling. Pastoral counseling just goes straight to the Bible. And that would be like the only thing they do, but it's really a both and approach. I really feel that you should use secular psychological treatment, which I think those are talents and treasures that God has given so that we can help each other. And I think that the Bible is also an incredible resource that we should tap into. So today's resource, today's scripture that we're going to be going to from Paul's ministry in the first Thessalonians two, one through seven, we're going to tie it into relationships. So Paul's ministry in Thessalonica, you know, brothers and sisters that Our visit to you was not without results. We had previously suffered and been treated outrageously in Philippi, as you know. But with the help of our God, we dared to tell you his gospel in the face of strong opposition. For the appeal we make does not spring from error or impure motives, nor are we trying to trick you. On the contrary, we speak as those approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We are not trying to please people, but God who tests our hearts. You know, we never use flattery, nor did we put on a mask to cover up greed. God is our witness. We were not looking for praise from people, 
not from you or anyone else, even though as apostles of Christ, we could have asserted our authority. Instead, we're like young children among you, just as a nursing mother cares for her children. So, wow, that's a lot to swallow. Yes. And in the NIV version, just verses two and three, it's a tiny bit different in the NIV. And it says, we always thank God for all of you, continually mentioning you in our prayers. We remember before God, we remember before our God and father, your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So yeah, that's a beautiful verse. And it talks about so much and covers so much. And you know, studies have shown that reading the Bible reduces stress and anxiety. Hello. If you read the Bible, if we're full of stress and anxiety, and you just stop and pause and read the word of God, it's like that healing balm on your soul. It improves mental clarity. It's even proven to improve your memory and help your overall physical health. How does that work? Well, we're going to talk about that today as we examine our motives. First of all, let's talk about remembering in all of your prayers. When you think about somebody, what do you think about? Whether it's positive or negative, what would change if instead of just thinking about them, we actually brought them to the Lord in prayer? Yes. And I think if you think about how you connect horizontally, not just, or no, I mean, vertically, not horizontally, meaning how do you connect people with God? Your, your thoughts about people and how you build relationships, if you're to pull God into that and you already have a relationship with God, you know, first of all, I'm assuming if you already have a relationship with God, you're Christian, you know, you already have a relationship with God. You have Jesus in your heart. And I'm assuming that you want to do, you want the best for yourself and you want the best for your friends and you want the best for your family and so on and so forth. Right. Right. So in prayer, we want to do that too. What does that do? That helps create hope. That helps create like, just like when we do affirmations to ourselves or affirmations to help us feel better about ourselves. You, that's what prayer is. One of the aspects of prayer. Okay. And I think it's really important that you, you try to lift people up, even when you're not communicating with them. This is like a preparation stage. This is like something that you do before you even meet up with someone, you pray for them, lift them up, pray for their decisions, pray for how their thinking is, pray for their day, pray for the Holy Spirit to speak to them. You know, how nice if you're going to go meet up with someone and you pray that right before you're talking with them. And if they're in Christ, that those prayers get there quicker, you know, but I think it is important to know that, that we do have probably friends that are not believers. And I think it's important to highlight that if you don't, you know, those, you have to pray for them even, even just as much or even more. Yeah. I think praying for others is so important. Praying for them, number one, to know Jesus, to experience their God's love and to respond rightly to it. And then praying for comfort and peace in times of need, praying for them to strengthen their relationships, your relationship with them and build a sense of community, especially now in today's world that we don't really talk to people. We text people, you know, with COVID, we were all in time out at home for a while. We need, and we are supposed to live in a community. So praying for that for our children who are tend to be more isolated and praying for God to bring healing and hope to people that are suffering and to ourselves even. It can make such a difference in, in my own life. When I take that 
burden off of myself and place the burden where it should be at the feet of the cross and look up to him. Instead of looking around at my problems, I look up to him. Lord, can you help me with this? It gives such a peace that comes over you when you realize, oh, wait, I'm I'm not supposed to be in control and micromanaging everybody's life. I can actually pray and give it to God and sit back and watch him work. Yeah. And it can get heavy. You know, if you are generally taking on what people are giving you and it can bring you down, it can get really heavy, really quick. So we weren't, we weren't built to take all that on, but if you have a relationship with Christ, then you can give that to him and you're more relaxed. You're more able to be who God wants you to be so that you can have healthy relationships. And there's times where we f- we do fall to our humanness, right? There's times where people fall to their flesh. And I've heard a lot of people heard them in their explain a lot of traumas that have happened to them. So the kind of prayer that we're talking about is the kind of prayer that you want to do so that you you can prevent and you can help and, and create hope. And these are God's promises. If you know the scriptures, if you meditate on the scriptures, these are promises for you, for me, for everyone. They're just sitting there waiting to be tapped into. What a great resource. And so let's turn now to verse three. We talked about the beginning of it, but in verse three, it says, we remember before our God and father, your work produced by faith, your work produced by faith. Now, the question is, how much of what we do on a daily basis is produced and comes out of a place of our faith in Jesus? And how much of it comes out of our striving to be better, striving to have more, striving to even control and manipulate others? Like, where does our work come from? And What a good example of stopping and pausing for a moment, looking at the scripture and talking to God about it. Lord, where, what is my motivation in life? What am I striving for? And what is it coming from? Is it coming from a place to please you because I know you to honor and glorify your name? Where does that come from? And then it says that your labor prompted by love. So is everything that I do is the hard stuff that I do for myself and others, is it prompted out of a love for God and others? And your endurance, we're called to endure. We're called to endure and stand strong. And is it inspired by the hope we have in Jesus? We should strive to live a life of faith, love, and hope. We should be thankful for the blessings that we're given. And we're called to be an example of faith and good works to those around us. So our faith in Jesus shouldn't just make us feel good once in a while on Sunday mornings. It should prompt it should produce prompt and help us to endure produce prompt and help to endure that's right and if you turn to jesus if you turn to god if you take time to meditate on the word you're going to have more clarity the holy spirit is going to help you with your decisions and the holy spirit's going to help you because psalm 37 4 it says take delight in the lord he'll give you the desires of your heart This isn't like a vending machine. So don't think that, oh, okay, let me take my time and deposit that like, you know, little coins and then I'm going to get what I want. Okay. It's not like that. It's you taking time and delighting in the Lord, giving him space in your heart and in your head and letting that peace run through you. And then whatever he deposits in your heart is going to be what 
the fruits are. Okay. And we know his fruits. We, we had a, like a couple of sessions that we did that we talked about the fruits of the spirit. And that's how you know that he is with you. That's how you know that these desires or whatever it is that he's put implanting in your heart are coming from him. If you feel peace, that came from him. If you feel not peace, anything else other than that, and you're turmoiled over it, or you're kicking and screaming over it, or you feel anger, then that, that definitely can't come from him. But it, it takes a, a strong discipline, I think, as a person to be able to sit down and carve out that time with the Lord so that we can include that in our thought process and our decision making so we can slow down and listen to him first before we take any kind of action. Right. And when we read the Bible, the Bible we have to remember is it all points us to Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's what he can do in us and through us because of who Jesus is. So as we read this verse, you come back to Paul's first letter and you see he's given the example and the inspiration of a fruitful gospel ministry. Well, who's the one that's work produced was truly produced by faith? Well, the work of Jesus, the finished work of Jesus on the cross by his faith, by his life, by his relationship with his father, the labor that he did, the work he did was produced for his love for you and I like, take a look at that and sit with that for a minute. And what he endured, what he endured on the cross was inspired by this hope, by the hope that you and I would come to a salvation knowledge of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So just when you sit, you read the word and you reflect what does it say about God? How do, how can I learn from it? What is it calling me to do? And you can see that it's such, even one verse, you just take it and sit with it and think about it and talk to God about it and examine yourself and your, your heart and your motives. It really changes everything. I think it helps your, our relationships too, because if we are examining ourselves, if we are spending time with the Lord, if we're praying and then we give it to him, he kind of clears our heart out and we have to do our part. There has to be some repentance. There has to be some clarifying of what our motives are within our own heart. We repent, we bring it to God, you know, he forgives and, and we do better. We try to do better. We strive to do better, but there's times where we can't. And there are addictions. There are times where I've heard many people talk about their, their prodigal sons or daughters who get, get stuck in a rut and get stuck in addiction and, and we still have to pray for them. Okay. And even our relationships, our husband and wife relationships, or our, our sisterly relationships, our friendships, you know, it's, it's important that we listen to each other. It's important that we give each other time and that we focus on, on when we listen, that we, if we're disturbed by anything that we give it to God so that we don't just overreact. This is just such a good place to start every morning, sitting and talking to God about his word, talking to others about his word. I invite you friends, download our Bible reading plan. It's free. It's just a few minutes a day. And then why don't you sit down with a friend or a family member and talk to them about what God is teaching you in his word. And remember that our hope rests in Jesus, our hope for every day. We're going through tough times. I don't know one person who's not having some kind of conflict in our lives. And even if your life is perfect, look around. We have balloons floating around. We have wars everywhere. Every day there's another tornado. There's another natural disaster. Life is getting a little harder. 
And during that time, it's so important to be rooted and established in what God is calling you to in his word, our relationship with him, so that our hope rests solely in Jesus, because everything else, it's going to come and go. So I invite you, I'm so glad you came today, Dr. Lydia, to talk about this. I think it's so important for us to, again, be continually checking our hearts. The Bible tells us, check your heart with God, check in with him. Lord, show me my sin, reveal it to me so you can feel bad about yourself. So you can be even more depressed. No, like you said, Dr. Lydia, so you have an opportunity to repent, change and grow. And that way we can do what what it says in first Thessalonians chapter one, verse three, our work can be produced by faith, our labor prompted by love and our endurance inspired by the hope in the Lord Jesus. Amen. I think that uh, if you just do a little bit every day, it makes a difference. So we invite you to open up your Bibles. You can start with this scripture or you can go and open the Bible. I, I, if you are brand new to the Bible, I would open up to something like Proverbs or Psalms, something that you can really sink your teeth into, something brand new. If you're brand new to the Bible, then pick a book. You know, one of my favorite books is James. I love it. It's such a good, short, applicable book that you can read and listen to, and it is super relevant. We do invite you to open up your Bibles and and make that part of your relationship building, not just with God, but with your friends and family and loved ones. And I thank you for listening. And I also want to let you know that if you feel like you need some counseling help, there is a new hotline and it's 988. That's for suicide prevention. Uh, call, reach out. That's available nationally. In the state of Florida, you can get counseling services. We have online virtual therapists available at 786-565-6916. Or uh, you can look at our Instagram page and there's more information there where you can get some, some services and some help. So Lisa, would you like to close this out in prayer? Yes. Heavenly Father, I thank you for I thank you for your word. I thank you for your son, for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for the salvation work that he did so that we can have access to you so that your Holy Spirit can teach us to read, divide, and apply your word accurately, Father God. I pray right now for anyone listening who has never opened the Bible before. Lord, I pray that that today would be the day that they would turn to you and get to know you, get to know you, the God of the, the Bible. I thank you for Dr. Lydia and all that she brings to this podcast. I thank you for the work that you've called her to and how she faithfully accomplishes that daily through love, faith, and endurance. And Lord, we pray that you would help us to lift our eyes from the things of this world, the problems of this world, lift our eyes, Lord, and help us to focus instead of on their circumstances, on our powerful, mighty Savior, Jesus Christ. We love you. We need you. And it's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Lydia. And thank you all for listening. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?